What's it like to share your message with the world through podcasting? What is your method for helping people and making a positive difference in the world? Hi, I'm Shelley Carney, Livecast coach and host of the Messages and Methods podcast. Join me as I share fascinating stories and insights from podcasting women I met at the She Podcast Live conference in Scottsdale, Arizona in October 2021. This series of interviews will provide the foundation of understanding of why women podcast today and how they impact the world through their voice and message. My guest for this conversation is Cheryl Robinson. As a CFO at a community health center, Cheryl Robinson has worked to build a patient-focused team willing to lead others. She also uses skills learned from Viterbo's Servant Leadership Program to support young women working on their Girl Scout Gold Award projects. She hosts two podcasts, Sensory Strides, Sharing Life Experiences in Less Than Five Minutes, and Hearts of Gold, a podcast and YouTube channel showcasing young women across the nation who have earned the Girl Scout Gold Award. She is a true back-of-the-packer, coming in last in multiple events, including a 70.3 half-iron triathlon and a 50K trail run. She chooses an event every year to work towards to keep herself motivated to stay active. Cheryl is a speaker at the She Podcast Live conference, and her topic is podcast construction, gathering the tools to build your podcast. Welcome, Cheryl. Thank you so much for having me. Well, thank you for being here today. I really appreciate it. So let's start by, okay, you have an amazing uh, intro there that uh, was provided to us uh, on the app, Whova, which is a wonderful app that we're all using to get to know each other before attending the conference. But I would like to hear from you. Just tell us about yourself and your passions. Girl Scouts is a major passion of mine, which is why I started the Hearts of Gold podcast uh, the girls, I work with these girls, they're high school age girls who work to earn their Girl Scout Gold Award, which is a project that is a minimum of 80 hours and involves identifying a root cause, finding a solution, creating measurability, creating a team and leading that team, making sure the project is sustainable, multiple aspects that really train them in communications and project management, skills that they can use throughout their life, no matter what they end up doing. I also am CFO, as you said, at a health center, and I've been there for 20 years, and I love my job so much because I am, it gives me such pleasure to be able to provide this health care to patients in our community that may not otherwise be able to receive it. As a community health center, we offer a sliding fee scale. So for example, a medical appointment could be only $20. And that's, and we give top-notch health care. And it, I'm just, I'm so proud to be a part of that industry. Well, it sounds like you have a lot of service going on in your life, especially uh, Girl Scouts can be quite difficult, I find. Uh, my, my daughter was in Girl Scouting. She was a daisy, a brownie, and a junior, and then she lost interest. And I found, found that a lot of the girls in the junior age group, they didn't want to go on to become seniors. And uh, they, they, they just kind of lost interest. And, and I was kind of sad to see it because... Toby and my husband both have uh, their Eagle Scout, and I know that it was very important to them 
to, to have that. It was almost like a high school graduation type of a thing because they put that much work and effort and thought and time into it. So what, uh, what can we do in today's world to help those girls to continue on in scouting past the stage of being a junior, getting into seniors, and going for the gold? It, it is something. It happens. Middle school girls start dropping out of Girl Scouts because there are so many other opportunities and they only have so much time. And what I do when I'm working with the girls that I work with is I really trying to encourage them to find complementary activities rather than keeping Girl Scouts here and let's say their sports here. If they're really into sports, then let's focus Girl Scouts on different sport activities and um, ac- other ideas like that in order to keep them engaged using things that they want. So keep it complimentary rather than um, trying to spread their time too thin. Can you give us a little sample of some of the uh, projects that the girls that you've, you've spoken with have done? These girls that work on these projects are amazing. They do everything from STEM-related projects to environmental projects to um, giving back into their community, you know, through working with the homeless or working with um, mothers that need to go into shelters, like the gamut. The important part of the Gold Award project is that the project is something the girl is passionate about. We really try and not hand projects to girls and say, Mm -hmm. here's a project to do. We really want them to find their own project. Um, So I've, I've talked with girls who have I don't know if you've noticed, but Starbucks Mm -hmm. recently, um, in the last couple of years, they've changed their lids for their Mm -hmm. hot drinks so that they're, they have sip lids rather than having to use the straws. Mm -hmm. Um, there was a gold award girl scout that talked to Starbucks. Um, she has a campaign called no straw November and she worked, she's worked with multiple, um, companies, including Alaska airlines and other thing to reduce their um, single use plastics that they've used. Um, and so that, little idea started Mm -hmm. with a conversation with a gold award girl scout i love it that these girls who go for the gold they 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 find out that they can change the world too and they have a voice that matters so let's uh, talk about sharing our voice with the world Uh, tell us a little more about your podcast both of your podcasts i know that you have two of them I started Century Strides in order to learn about podcasting, mm-hmm. um, and I really, it really encouraged me in multiple ways um, to continue my, some of my personal ambitions, and I really found that I enjoyed sharing those experiences with others through podcasting. Even if I have a very small audience, it's still, I, I enjoyed the little bit of feedback that I got. And so with Sensory Strides, I, as you mentioned, I always set a big goal, a race goal, um, This year it hasn't happened because of some mental health issues, which I did share through Sensory Strides also. But generally, um, I set a big race goal because having a race, I'm an accountant at heart, right? (laughs) And having a big race goal, um, you know, I create a training plan and then I'm checking off that training plan. And by reporting, it's keeping through the podcast, it's keeping me accountable. Mm -hmm. And um, so I really stick to that training plan better. And Hearts of Gold was why I got into podcasting. Hearts of Gold is my passion project. The Gold Award Girl Scouts are like, they have my heart. Um, I just, I think the program gives so much to the girls. And I think the girls do so many amazing things that I want to encourage more girls to go for gold. Mm -hmm. So again, like your daughter, even Mm -hmm. if you aren't, weren't 
a Girl Scout at all when you're younger or you drop out, you can always come back, mm-hmm. right? And receive the benefits of going through the gold award. Mm-hmm. So I really wanted to get the message out there more and encourage more girls to go for the gold because there is so much opportunity that they can learn from there. On the other hand, as a secondary, I also want to get the word out about the gold award. It is not recognized as much as the Eagle Scout Mm -hmm. is. That's right. And it is just as much work. It's Mm -hmm. different. Mm -hmm. It is different. A lot of people compare the two and they are very different programs. Um, But conceptually, it is... They're the same in that you really have to have put a lot of effort and time and energy into either the Eagle Scout or the Gold Award in order to earn it. And it is something that's earned. Like you really have to work for it and it has to be in your heart to earn it um, in order to really get all the benefits out of it. And so I want to I want to raise awareness of the gold award with all adults and you know whether it's leaders who want to encourage their girls to go gold or people that have never maybe not be involved in girl scouts and didn't even know this opportunity existed. I just wanted to raise um so much awareness because it really is a pretty amazing program. Yes it is. Um, so tell us a little more about who's in your audience. I, I would imagine for both different podcasts, you have different audiences. So tell us uh, about those. So for Sensory Strides, it would be, um, I'm over 50. Mm-hmm. And so it's it's more that, you know, it's mm-hmm. the, the people that maybe weren't, um, haven't been athletes all their, their lives. And later in life decided, you know, we really... You know, we're aging, we've really got to get our bodies moving in order to remain healthy for longer. Um, you know, those, those, that's kind of when I'm doing sensory strides, who I'm picturing. Mm-hmm. And then Hearts of Gold is my real focus is those high school girls. Mm-hmm. Um, high school girls don't necessarily listen to podcasts as much as adults, right? right. Um, so as I said, even though when I'm recording it, I'm focusing on the girls and what the girls might be interested in. Mm -hmm. But in the back of my mind, I know that there are all of these adults that are going to have the opportunity to listen also. Right. Moms and Mm -hmm. yeah, who hopefully are going to start steering their girls towards Girl Scouting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, So with these strides, sensory strides, uh, when did you get started with uh, the physical fitness part of this? So sensory strides started in 2017, but about... Nine, nine years ago, I, I don't know what brought it on, but I went through a transformation and I lost like 30 pounds and I started getting more physically active. Mm-hmm. And th- that year I like realized I can like, like I have this energy, I can run, I can do these different things. And so my very first event was a t- full Tough Mudder. Oh. And so a Tough Mudder is about 13 to 14 miles. They're not mm necessarily always exact with lots and lots of obstacles Mm -hmm. um so that was my first event and so I got the bug and I'm like by focusing on training for that you know I realized that that's going to keep this thing that I had going continuing throughout my life by creating a a goal every year Mm -hmm. so you didn't you weren't a runner all your life never never picked it up and started doing it huh yep well that's amazing that's great um so uh, you mentioned 2017. Is that how long? How long have you been podcasting? Since 2017. Oh, that's when you got started. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, what made you decide to start a podcast on that topic? That you wanted to podcast about it? I really, really wanted to do the Gold Award podcast, mm-hmm. and but I felt that that was a much bigger dream, 
And I really wanted to learn about podcasting. And so I felt sensory strides. It was something that still spoke to me, right? I had a lot of things I could share about because I'm also a big reader and I love go. Well, pre-COVID, I loved going out for eating to different yeah. restaurants and trying different foods and things like that. And so I felt that it was a bite-sized thing. I intentionally kept it short. It was a bite-sized thing that I could work on. And then I learned the whole process because for Sensory Strides, I do the editing. I do the whole nuts to bolts, mm -hmm. everything with podcasting. And so once I got comfortable with that, then I worked on Hearts of Gold and um, I, as it's also on YouTube, so we do a video component. Mm -hmm. And I, but I realized immediately I am not a video editor. So even though I understood the process through Sensory Strides, I'm like, yep, and this is going to somebody else. <laughs> it's very time consuming. And yeah, <laughs> we find that as well, which is why we live stream everything. <laughs> um, so, what message do you hope your audience will hear and understand when they listen to your podcast? So for Sensory Strides, it's find something that speaks to you and mm -hmm. go ahead and do it. Don't be afraid. You're never too old. You can always take something new on. Um, there's, there's no hurdle that's too big. You just might take a while to climb it, but you can go do it. And then with Hearts of Gold, I, I, just, I just want everybody to know about the Gold Award and these amazing young women. Mm-hmm. Well, I found as I went through my 50s, and I've done a lot of reading about uh, aging uh, zestfully and uh, gracefully and, and uh, staying fit and, and, and enhancing your longevity. And I find that the 50s, uh, the age of 50 through 59, is an age where we are going through another finding ourselves, like we do in our late teens, where we just really... Uh, discover who we are. Um, but in our 50s, we're discovering other facets of ourselves that we never allowed ourselves to explore before, such as, hey, I'm going to do some physical running in, in these, these competitions, these amazing competitions that you're doing. Um, I personally, I also did a, uh, a bikini competition. Um, I did not do well, but I did it. You know, I, I got that last place thing in common with you. <laughs> on it that. takes a lot of confidence. <laughs> it does. And um, it, you have to get up on stage and strut your stuff, and it's not easy. But um, it is something that we go through in our 50s, I think. We kind of rediscover who we are, and we have a lot less uh, anxiety about what other people might think about who, who we are and what I, we do. I agree. I think um, going back to the confidence, I think as we gain confidence in a different way, we recognize confidence differently mm -hmm. than we had before. Mm -hmm. um, I completely agree. It's It's... It's like we realize all the different things that maybe we were worried about before aren't worth being worried about. And we just mm -hmm. need to do the different things that we really are interested in trying. Mm -hmm. And as women who are a little bit older, um, we can maybe help those younger women who are thinking about getting into podcasting. In your opinion, why is it important for women to participate in podcasting? It gives us a voice. Uh, podcasting is much more um, gender neutral mm -hmm. than other opportunities that we might have. Um, and I, I think that a lot of women listen to podcasts, which then helps us spread our message differently than in some other um, media sharing mm -hmm. opportunities. Mm -hmm. You think if we take, we 
because we're taking out maybe a visual portion so we can't judge the woman on what she looks like. So we're only judging her on what she's talking about and and if that resonates. I I agree. I think that that is probably a big part of it Mm -hmm. is that, um, you know, we're no matter even, you know, though we just said, you know, confidence is different and anxiety is different. Um, By taking that whole component out, Mm -hmm. you know, we can just give ourselves more confidence in general. Um, It's a lot less worry about, you know, what color your skin is or anything like that and um, really helps you just share your voice and your message. So you've given us a little taste of some of the things that you've been doing in your 50s. In what ways has your life changed since you began podcasting? I believe that I have had the opportunity through podcasting to create an even larger voice in the Girl Scout community. Mm. Um, I, a couple of times I've had recognition from people from other leaders all over this, the country, you know, mm-hmm. thanking me for the stories that they've given. I've been able to connect with different, with people in different ways. Um, this, this spring, I actually was honored to receive um, the Thanks To Award which is the highest award that an adult volunteer can earn in Girl Scouts. It, and it's actually called the Thanks Badge, which mm-hmm. I earned 15 years ago or, so, mm-hmm. or other something. Um, and so when you earn Thanks too, like you have to earn the Thanks Award and then you earn the Thanks too, it means that you've continued since you've earned your original thanks to continue oh. giving back. And I just, I felt like it was a huge um, recognition that mm-hmm. the work that I'm doing really does give meaning and it was very very special yeah well congratulations that is that is really special so let's get into a little bit more about the she podcast conference and why we're we're able to meet up in person so what was it that made you decide to attend the she podcast conference so i did attend atlanta in 2019 and i met so many amazing women that i created real connections with mm. and have continued to be friends with um for the last two years um that i am really looking forward to making new connections like we've made um with other women podcasters um because it's it's such a open and welcoming community and we all come at it from different ways and we have so much information to share with each other and encouragement to share with each other that it is, it's just a community that is so strong and so positive And I love having that positivity in my life. So you went to the one in 2019. So tell us a little bit about what you got out of that and what you're hoping to get out of this one. So 2019, it was my very first podcasting conference mm-hmm. ever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I chose to invest in She Podcast for that experience and no regrets whatsoever. As I said, I've met some amazing women. Um, but this time around, I really am hoping to learn how to um, share my podcast differently, mm-hmm. um, get some new ideas in order to get that message spread further. Mm-hmm. I, unlike most podcasts, not unlike most podcasters, but unlike the goals of most podcasters, um, my goal is not to monetize. Um, and, but it, it is truly to get that message out. And um, so... By coming here, I'm looking for other ideas on how to get that message out. Um, And again, that focus is different than people. There's nothing against monetizing. Mm -hmm. um, But given my platform, I have to be very, very careful because Girl Scouts is a organization that is trademarked. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm not doing my podcast to 
create any negativity there. And so monetizing has its own unique challenges in my case. And so that it's never been a true goal for me. And but there are so many other things that I can do in order to get that message out. And I've already, even be, even though the podcast conference hasn't officially, well, I guess technically officially opened like a half hour ago, <laughs> but even though it hasn't officially opened, um, by using the Whova app and communicating with different people already, I have already gained a couple of ideas that I am definitely going to try mm-hmm. after the conference. Mm-hmm. Like what? So... And I wish I could remember who told me this. Um, But one of the ideas was, um, and they were talking about monetizing, Mm -hmm. but I'm going to take it for what I need for. And instead of thinking about my podcast as a Girl Scout podcast, Mm -hmm. I need to think about it as a show for high school girls. And Mm -hmm. I have to think Mm -hmm. about different places where high school girls are Mm -hmm. in order to share my show and not focus on just the Girl Scout aspect, which now that I think, as I'm saying it out loud, goes back to that complimentary conversation I had earlier, right? Exactly. Right. So if you have girls, like my daughter, in, 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 in fact, uh, who are interested in drama and uh, musical theater, a lot of them uh, are perfect for Girl Scouting. And, and you can tie that together by, you know, promoting musical theater to you know, that the high schools are doing or right. whatever. Yeah. And there there are girls that have done their Gold War projects on theater related projects because there are so many schools that don't have theater programs. Mm. And so they, they go into these schools, they partner with these schools and they go into these schools and they help, they do workshops and then it becomes sustainable because now somebody else has taken the group that they've started you know, they've gotten the momentum going and somebody else is willing to take it on and continue that. And now these students that never had a theater program have the opportunity to express themselves in that way. Yeah, that's wonderful. So um, what plans do you have for the future of your podcast now? I I don't think too far into the future. (laughs) Um, So how are we going to tie the ideas that you got into your podcast? And where is that going to take you? Right. So I am going to um, look into other opportunities that high school girls are involved in Mm -hmm. um, and reach out to them and make some connections. One goal I have is, besides the podcast, is that I personally want to recruit girls into Girl Scouts specifically because Mm -hmm. I've educated them about Mm -hmm. the Gold Award and now they're interested and help them through that process in order to earn the Gold Award finding some of those girls where I can do that and then be able to eventually share their story to expand and let girls know that this is something that they can do. And again, it doesn't have to take away from things that they're already doing. That's right. All right. And let's just, uh, I'm just going to ask you this. Is there anything else that I did not cover? And and then we're going to go into where can people find you? But is there anything that I missed asking you today that you want to make sure that people hear about? I I love speaking about Girl Scouts. If you can't tell, I'm pretty (laughs) passionate about Girl Scouts. So Mm -hmm. I love speaking about Girl Scouts. Um, I did get my master's in servant leadership from Viterbo. And when I went back to school to earn my master's, and when people found out that I went back to school and didn't go back to school for an MBA, but went back for master's of servant leadership, um, they, they didn't quite understand it. And then when I explained why I went back to servant went back for servant leadership. First of all, it's where my weakness was. So I had an opportunity to learn, right? Because servant leadership is leading by encouraging others, not 
leading by telling them what to do. It, it gave me an opportunity to improve my leadership skills. And it actually, as I went into the program, I'm like, this is like getting a master's in Girl Scouts anyway. Mm-hmm. So, um, and when I did my colloquium project um, to finish my master's, I actually did it on the Girl Scout Gold Award. And so I showed how the, those who earned the Girl Scout Gold Award about 10 years ago when I did the project, um, how they were showing servant leadership skills in their life at that point in time later in life. I just want to know, because it popped up into my head, do you have girls or daughters that you have in Girl Scouts? So my daughter is 27 years old, mm-hmm. but she is a Gold Award Girl Scout. Oh, congratulations, mom. So I am mom. very, very That's proud awesome. of her. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I have a nine-month-old granddaughter. And, and were you the leader of her troop? I was the leader of her troop, no matter how many times I tried not being the leader <laughs> of her troop. Um, my daughter and I are very, very much alike. Mm-hmm. And um, many people who are in Girl Scouts who lead their daughter's troops or daughters whose moms led their troops will tell you it's it's not the easiest thing. No, it's not. And um, I tried multiple I, times. I, in fact, was the preschool teacher for my children, and I also was the assistant troop leader for my daughter. Yeah. So, yeah, I get yeah. where you're so, coming from. So I tried multiple times to get another troop leader in there, and it I, I just kept ending mm-hmm. up being it. But, yes, mm-hmm. um, I was the troop leader, and she is a Gold Award Girl Scout, and I am very proud of her. Very good. Yeah, absolutely wonderful. And people can see that you are an example, not just not just uh, talking the talk, but walking the walk. So great, for, great job. Um, so tell us, where can people find and connect with you? I am on almost all social media as Cheryl M. Robinson, S-H-E-R-Y-L-M Robinson, R-O-B-I-N-S-O-N. Great. So, uh, and then on YouTube, your uh, channel, your YouTube channel is called? Cheryl M. Robinson. Okay. And people can find out more about the Gold Award and uh, Hearts of Gold by looking up Cheryl M. Robinson. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for spending time with me on Messages and Methods podcast, Cheryl. And I hope you enjoy the rest of She Podcasts Live Conference, and we can work again together in the future. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for joining us for the Messages and Methods She Podcast Conference interview series with Shelley Carney, produced by Toby Eunice. Please subscribe, leave a great review, and look for our compilation book on Amazon soon. Share our podcast with your family and friends and discover how you can become a fabulous podcaster at agkmedia.studio or join our Facebook group, Leveraging Your Content. Check the show notes for links and resources and please enjoy all our wonderful podcast episodes. Mm -hmm.